Hi, everyone. Welcome to Brain Talks. I'm Deborah Kahn, founder of Being Patient. Today, we're going to talk about Lewy body dementia. Uh, it's been coming up more often. Um, people who have been originally diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, only later to find out it's Lewy body's dementia. Well, joining me is Doug uh, Osland. He is from King's College London and also from the University of Stavanger Center for Age-Related uh, Medicine. I had to look down because you have so many affiliations. Thanks very much, Doug, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Let's start with the basics, which is um, tell us what the difference is um, between Lewy body dementia and Alzheimer's disease. Yes, so the differences are both in, in the brain changes related to the disease. I don't think, I don't think uh, we need to go into the details, but the, but the changes in the brain are different in the two diseases. Um, so when a pathologist looks into the brain of patients, I see different changes. Um, but um, more importantly for, for patients and, and carers is that there are changes in the behaviors or symptoms of the disease. So whereas Alzheimer's disease is mainly a memory problem, a language problem, uh, in Lewy body dementia, we also have memory and language problems. But in addition, there are a lot of other symptoms which are also uh, very problematic. Um, and these include uh, um, psychiatric symptoms such as hallucinations and uh, motor symptoms similar to those we see in Parkinson's disease. And there are also very specific sleep disorders and, and a whole list of other changes which are, uh, are often seen. So it's, it's a more complex uh, symptom presentation uh, for these patients. So we have um, spoken to a gentleman who um, was first diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's only later, five years later, to find out that he in fact had um, Lewy body's dementia. So is it, it, does it start out on a very similar um, presentation in the brain? I mean, we know that um, Alzheimer's is first diagnosed, um, well, I mean, aside from the cognitive assessment with the um, with a PET scan or, or, or a spinal tap, um, looking for beta amyloid plaque or tau, the presence of tau tangles in the brain. Is, is it much the same for Lewy bodies? Well, yes and no. So there are some similarities, but there are also very specific differences. So um, it is uh, actually not that um, difficult to diagnose Lewy body uh, disease. Uh, so the main challenge, uh, in my view, is that uh, people uh, don't actually know a lot about it. They don't consider Lewy body disease as a potential diagnosis and they don't um, ask the question and don't do the examinations which are required to make the diagnosis. How do you make a diagnosis of Lewy body dementia? Well, uh, as always, the most important thing is to talk um, uh, carefully with the patient and usually an, a carer, an informant who knows the patient and can tell about what they have experienced in terms of the symptoms. Um, we ask for hallucinations, means whether they see things which are not there, whether they have um, 
tremors or slow movement or gait problems, balance problems, etc. And if the the symptom profile um, uh, is uh, suspect, suspicious of Lewy body disease, then we have um, some um, uh, imaging and other tests that can be used in order to uh, secure the diagnosis. Although it's not absolutely mandatory, you can make the diagnosis also by by just interviewing and examining the patient. So I do want to get to the, the presentation in the brain, but before we do that, I have to say, you know, hallucinations can be found in Alzheimer's patients as well, um, albeit, you know, it tends to be maybe at a, a more progressed stage. In Lewy bodies, do the hallucinations start first? Well, at least they are early on. So uh, probably some patients, they are might be the first symptom, but the usual situation is that we have a patient with memory or other cognitive problems and hallucinations. And when hallucinations occur in a person with very early dementia or even before dementia, that is very suspicious that the diagnosis is not Alzheimer's disease, but rather Lewy body disease. So um, is the, um, are the, is the disease impacting a different part of the brain from Alzheimer's? We know that Alzheimer's tends to impact the hippocampus first. Is it is it different for Lewy bodies? Yes. So there are different areas in the brain that are affected. Uh, uh, it can be the the what they call the occipital lobe, the uh, part of the brain in the back of the of the brain that is affected, also often associated with hallucinations, but also in in the brain stem. Uh, similar areas affected as in Parkinson's disease are often early affected, giving rise to, to motor symptoms such as tremors and slowness and stiffness. So there are different regions in the brain affected. So I noticed um, that in your background, you also have a background in Parkinson's disease and in, in conducting research around Parkinson's. Are the two related? When you talk about the tremors, I'm wondering, are, are they related in some ways? Yes, absolutely. They, they are related. And, and also both from, from a, a clinical point of view in terms of symptoms, but also in terms of the, the brain changes. and. Uh, um, uh, many uh, scientists consider Parkinson's disease and Lewy body dementia as a continuum of, of disease, uh, a spectrum of, of disease rather than two separate diseases. But that's a very active and lively discussion. There are uh, arguments for separating them, but there are also arguments for combining them. So that is a research area. But yes, there are many similarities between these two diseases. So are you looking at, um, I mean, how are you approaching Lewy body's dementia? Are you looking at under one lens um, with Parkinson's, together with Parkinson's? Or is, for, for the sake of your research, are you separating them? Well, um, that's a good question. And, and uh, from a research point of view, we uh, try to separate. We identify the specifics and, and, and categorize the in, in different patients in different groups. Uh, and study them carefully in order to see how they how they relate. But in, in clinical practice, it's different. And then uh, I also see patients with Parkinson's disease, and unfortunately, many of them will also develop both dementia and hallucinations, at least memory problems and hallucinations. And 
Um, in, in clinical practice, it's very much the same. The same challenges for patients and carers and the same challenges for the doctor in terms of finding the best uh, therapy. Is there um, is there a way to determine genetically? I mean, you know, we know there's pre um, tr predisposition to Parkinson's, and we can see that in some cases through our genetics. Is it the same for Lewy bodies? Is there a genetic link um, that makes people more predisposed to this type of dementia? Yes, absolutely. There is a genetic link, and there are some interesting genetic links both with Alzheimer's and also with Parkinson's, but there also seem to be a very specific uh, uh, Lewy body dementia genetic changes. Unfortunately, uh, we currently know much less about um, the genetics of uh, Lewy body disease because uh, in general there has been much less research conducted in this group of patients, but we are working on it and there are recent, recent studies clearly demonstrating that maybe up to 60% of the risk for the disease is genetically determined. Uh, but we are now trying to look into which are the specific genetic changes associated with, with the disease. That's not yet clear. In order to find that, we need large groups of patients, and that is, uh, let's say, more challenging than in Parkinson's and Alzheimer's disease. So we are working on that. And, the importance of studying the genes is that they will give us a clue about mechanisms uh, in the brain and that will then give us a clue in terms of uh, possible therapeutic agents that we can help patients with. So, so to date, is it, is it right to say you haven't identified a genetic variant? Like in Alzheimer's disease, we know that APOE4 increases um, the likelihood of someone getting Alzheimer's, depending on if they have one or two variants. Have we identified any markers like that for Lewy body? Uh, yes and no. We, we don't have a familiar disease as we have in, in Alzheimer's disease, where we have a, a small proportion of patients having a, a genetically determined familiar disease. And as you say, we have APOE4, which conveys a risk. And, and we have also, there's similarity in, in Alzheimer's because um, the APOE4 is also a risk allele for Lewy body disease. But uh, again, we, we don't have any clear specific genetic risks that uh, indicates that this patient will have uh, or will get uh, dementia with Lewy bodies. Do we know how common Lewy bodies is? Uh, it depends on how accurate you want me to answer. So if, if from a scientific point of view, we don't, do not actually know exactly how common it is. But based on the studies that do exist, um, uh, I think most scientists would agree that uh, if you look at the whole group of people with dementia, uh, between 10 or maybe up to 15% of all patients with dementia have uh, Lewy body dementia. I think. So if you say conservative, you say 10% of people with dementia having Lewy body disease, which is a big, big group. So we usually consider Lewy body dementia to be the second most common form of dementia after Alzheimer's disease together with vascular dementia. Is it, so is it possible? That, uh, excuse me? 
No, I, I was just going to ask, I, I once interviewed a pathologist who told me um, that after autopsies, they determined that um, it wasn't always just Alzheimer's, it was Alzheimer's and another type of dementia. So I guess, so what I'm asking is, is it possible to have Lewy bodies and Alzheimer's at the same time? Do we know how different dementias as disease pro progresses, if maybe one leads to another? Uh, well, Yes, that's a very um, interesting and complicated question. So, so the, the, the answer is uh, twofold. On the one hand, we know that uh, actually the majority of patients with Lewy body disease will have some Alzheimer type changes in their brain. And we can find that also on amyloid PET, as you mentioned, and also when, when we study cerebrospinal fluid. Uh, on the other hand, that, that does not mean that uh, it is actually Alzheimer's disease, but it means that probably that the, the pathological mechanisms leading to Lewy body disease also um, influences the changes that we see in Alzheimer's disease. So these, the different proteins which are active and causing disease, they seem to interact so that the protein responsible for Lewy body disease, which is called alpha-synuclein, uh, can also influence the proteins leading to Alzheimer's disease, the tau protein and the amyloid, so that we have an, an interaction here. So if you have one change, you have a higher risk of getting the other change. And if you have both types of brain changes, then these patients have, have a more severe disease course, a more rapid progression, unfortunately. Okay, um, I, I want to get to some questions. We're, we're, um, uh, one from our dear friend, um, Mike Belleville, who I was speaking of earlier, who was uh, first diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's only to find out um, five years later that he in fact had Lewy body. Um, he says, you know, I've had friends who were diagnosed with LBD, then told later it wasn't because they were not, pro uh, they were not progressing fast enough. Can you explain LBD in terms of progression? Is it different than other forms of dementia? Uh, well, that's a very good uh, question. And the, the answer is that if you look at Lewy body patients as a group, they have a more uh, rapid progression. They have a more severe disease course. And we look at a, a lot of different prognostic outcomes and we see that uh, that it is a more severe disease even than Alzheimer's disease. But within that, there are huge variations, as we see also in Alzheimer's disease, there's a variation in the course. But there's also an even, even larger variation in, in Lewy body disease in terms of the progression, the rate of progression. So I would be reluctant to say that this or that course indicates that it is not Lewy body disease. I think just have to accept that there are uh, big variations in the prognosis. So, and, and that's something we, we want to understand more. Why do some patients have a, a, a more a, a worse prognosis, a more rapid decline, but whereas others uh, uh, have a more stable course? And that's also related to the response to, to medication. Some respond uh, quite well. I, don't, I think many would agree that uh, the, the, the treatments uh, might be more if effective in Lewy body disease than in Alzheimer's disease. Well, that, that leads me to my next question, which was how do you treat, what's the current ways we can treat um, Lewy body dementia? And 
are there also prevention strategies like we hear so much about brain health and Alzheimer's disease? Can those strategies be applied to Lewy bodies? Well, um, again, uh, unfortunately, since there's much less research, so we actually know much less about what are preventive strategies for Lewy body disease compared to Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. But if you start with, with, with lifestyle and prevention, I think uh, I, I, my advice is always that when we have strategies that seem to be protective for Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's, like, like physical exercise, a healthy diet, um, uh, mental activities, etc., they should also be um, uh, implemented for people with Lewy body disease. There's no research there, but uh, there's no good arguments for why they should not be effective also in this group of, of, of patients. So that is uh, one answer in terms of um, lifestyle and prevention. In terms of medications, um, again, we don't know uh, a lot, but we do know that the, the um, anti-Ultima drugs, the cholinesterase inhibitors, are um, beneficial for Lewy body disease patients. And as I said, they might even in some patients be even particularly effective in Lewy body disease. So that's, that is the mainstay of treatment. So every person should have one of these as a, as a basis. Uh, but... Um, Speci sorry, which, specifically, which drugs are you talking about? Are you talking about Aricept and... Um uh, which yes. drugs so, for Tonepacil and Rivastigmine, uh, Exelon, are, the, are, are, are well established in Lewy body disease. So, so one of these drugs should be, be, uh, be uh, a, a base therapy. But that is only, uh, it's, it's obviously there's no cure and the effect is limited. So, and, and probably and, and not effective on the world. Maybe it can, to some extent, uh, reduce the progression of memory and attention and, and that kind of symptoms, but it doesn't probably help on hallucinations, Parkinsonism and sleep problems. So for these uh, symptoms, we need different therapies. But then um, there's not much research guiding us, so it's, uh, we don't have good evidence recommending this or that treatment. But there is some evidence, for example, that anti-Parkinson medication might help for people with, with uh, uh, motor symptoms, uh, et, et cetera. But my, we, my we're, way, we're getting another question. My, Go ahead. Yes. No, I, go ahead, I finish to say what you were that, saying. Yes, I wanted to say that uh, the symptoms are very different. So um, the challenges vary markedly from one patient to another. So one patient might have uh, memory as the main problem. Another person might have uh, stiffness or tremors as the main problems. And a third one might have visual hallucinations as the main problem. And, uh, and these differences um, uh, make us have different uh, treatment strategies. So we, when, when I see the patients, we always discuss with the patient and the care, what is the major symptoms that you want us to, 
uh, address, and then we work work on that. So that's a little bit different from Alzheimer's disease, where it is memory that is a problem. So um, we have a, another question coming in saying um, from from a viewer saying my husband was diagnosed with Parkinson's and Lewy body. It seems they go hand in hand. Why? So if you have Lewy body, does that mean you're eventually going to get Parkinson's or if you have Parkinson's, does that eventually turn into Lewy body? Um, are they interchangeable in terms of eventually um, the presentation of disease? Well, uh, as we discussed earlier, we, these two um, diseases, Parkinson's disease and Lewy body disease, they are they are similar. They are on a spectrum. So you, but but the diagnosis is either Parkinson's disease or Lewy body disease. So you you you, you don't have both. You have one of them. But they are very similar. So Parkinson uh, is actually a term that that mean can mean two different things. We have the Parkinson's disease, but we also have Parkinson's Parkinsonism, which is a symptom, and Parkinsonism as a symptom is part of the Lewy body uh, spectrum of symptoms. So um, I think um, it's a, com a complicated answer, but but both both diseases are characterized by motor symptoms and uh, memory and other cognitive symptoms. So is it not then then um, I just want to delve a little bit deeper into this because it does seem confusing. Um, is it, it is, I mean, if, for this viewer who received, who, whose husband received a diagnosis of both, would you say that's not yes. an accurate diagnosis and actually it, you would say that's not accurate or would you say it's more Parkinson's symptoms that um, present themselves in Lewy body dementia? Is that a better way to state it? Yes, it is, it is. So uh, it, it might be a misunderstanding though. Uh, so the, the patient doesn't have two diseases, it has one disease, um, either Parkinson's with dementia or dementia with Lewy bodies, um, uh, and, um, but not two diseases. But why is it possible of... to have both? Well, in some way they are kind of, um, Ex exclusionary. They they are very similar. You have um, um, it's difficult to explain. You have they are they are a, a spectrum of uh, a continuum of diseases. So if you have uh, you have the same changes, so either the changes fit with demands with Lewy bodies or the changes fit with with Parkinson's disease. So, so it's, either, it's either or. So um, there seems to be a lot of problems in diagnosing Lewy bodies. Not everyone, obviously, in the medical profession is as well versed on um, how the disease presents itself different to Alzheimer's. So there's a couple questions related to this coming in. One is, why are we not seeing enough trials in Lewy body dementia um, as compared to Alzheimer's disease, number one? And number two, what can we do to expedite the education of medical personnel in regard to Lewy body dementia? Um, this one woman who's writing in says, in her own experience as a caregiver, she found that more often than not, she had to educate the professionals treating him um, as they related that they had very little knowledge of Lewy bodies and its symptoms for that matter. So in your opinion, A, why is it more going into the trials um, for for Lewy body? And B, 
what is what is the essential information that other medical professionals need to know uh, in order to relate that and better educate um, uh, people? Well, uh, these are, are, are brilliant questions and um, issues that I, ha I have struggled with for, for many, many years. And they are to some extent linked uh, because it is a question about resources and unlike Alzheimer's and particular Parkinson's disease where, where the industry has a lot of therapies and they are active and they help um, educating uh, the medical field. Uh, that is not yet the case in the disease, although there is increased activity, increased interest from the industry in the disease. There are currently running studies worldwide, so it, there is a positive change in that regard. So there are more studies, uh, but the answer to the question, why is, aren't there more studies, it's, it's, it's on one hand the industry's interest and the other hand is on the, on the public funding system. So, um, there's less less funding available, and there are, the, the charities uh, have less uh, resources. We have uh, Lewy Body Disease Association (LBDA) doing a fantastic job, but having less resources compared to the Alzheimer's and Parkinson charities. So we need more resources. That's uh, that's a common denominator for many questions. We need more resources, and it is growing. There is growing. Um, uh, acknowledgement about the need for more resources for Lewy body disease that has been uh, acknowledged also by uh, NIH. So there is increased funding. And and the second in terms of um, education. So uh, I do a lot of teaching and presentation and many of my colleagues do that. So that's, that's what we need to do. Uh, we need to reach out even more. And I think initiatives like this is, is, is great so that the the information can be spread, spread out. Um, Let's again. I think, uh, yes. I, I I actually want to reframe the question a little bit so it's easier for you to answer. And I I want to frame it like this: If you had to advise doctors in how to, what are the questions that are essential to determining whether or not uh, it could be Lewy body dementia? What would those some of those questions be? Well. As I mentioned earlier, this is actually fairly simple. Uh, and uh, for every patient with memory problems or dementia, mild dementia, um, every patient should be asked for the first, um, firstly, do, are there hallucinations? Are there visual hallucinations? Do they see things that other people do not see? Secondly, a careful screening of of motor symptoms, the same symptoms that we see in Parkinson's disease, looking for tremor, stiffness, and slow. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Yes, there we are. Yeah, I lost sorry. You, but here we are. I lost you for a, a second, but I'm back. <laughs> so I, I said hallucinations and uh, motor symptoms. And the third question is the specific sleep symptoms and one hand there's a daytime sleepiness and the other hand they have very specific um, acting out activities during sleep so these are three questions i take approximately two minutes uh, and uh, if everyone is asked that those questions then it's fairly easy to diagnose Lewy body disease 
That's that. That's a really uh, helpful point um, to mention. I think for everyone, people impacted, family members. Um, those are critical uh, questions. Um, Another question is, as a, um, as a caregiver and now leader of an LBD caregiver giver support group, I've seen that many with Lewy bodies um, can't take medicines that work for others. They either don't have the desired effect or have terrible side effects, but there seems to be no way to tell in advance what the outcome will be. Is this being researched? Oh, that's a good point. First, I want to say it's a, a really fantastic to hear that there are Lewy body disease care support group. I think that's that's fantastic and good good to hear. Uh, it is well known that these um, patients, unfortunately, are very sensitive to to side effects to to medications which act on the brain. So that is known that and and the consequence of that is that any any medicine that is initiated should be very carefully started and the patient should be followed carefully and the dose should be changed carefully so and, and it's correct that we cannot in advance uh, tell whether um, the medicine will work well or whether there will be problems with that so that it just means that these patients need to be followed carefully and that's why I always say that I, I don't think these patients should be, or that these patients should be seen by specialists. They should not be immediately discharged back to GPs who might have less opportunity to be updated on the on the challenge. I, I just wonder if there's enough specialists in your field, um, you know, given the the lack well, of information. Are there enough specialists in Louis body? No, but uh, but maybe specialists. I mean, it should go to memory clinics or to geriatrician, neurologist, or psychiatrist. At least they they should definitely be updated on uh, Lewy body disease. That's not always the case, but I think the chances are greater if you go to a specialist and think that uh, that should be done. And then we need to work hard to educate the specialists. Another question um, from a viewer saying, are there studies that indicate this good question that the risk for developing Lewy bodies Parkinson's is higher among African-Americans or any other uh, minority groups out there? Oh, that's a difficult one. I, I am not aware uh, of this. And as I mentioned, we don't actually have very good epidemiological population-based studies in uh, dementia with Lewy bodies, unfortunately. So. I, I don't think that can be. Uh, um, we, we don't know that to say to, to say it like that. What we do know is that it's more common in men than women, unlike Alzheimer's disease. Um, so similar to Parkinson's disease, this is a male-dominant disease. But um, there's a, the difference is, is is small. So it's common also in women, but it is more common in in, in men. Interesting. And we do we have any are. are are there any areas, I mean, like, for for example, with Alzheimer's, um, because women are so much more impacted than men, um, a lot of research is now focused around hormones um, and hormonal fluctuations um, for women uh, and risk of Alzheimer's. Are there any, um, is there any research going on um, specifically with men? And if so, in what area? Uh, no, I don't think... Uh, um that is an area of research that is active, and we, we so we don't know that. And I think we also don't know why women have somewhat higher risk for Alzheimer's disease. We have this interesting 
association between estrogen and, and, and neurons, uh, but that seemed to be more complicated than we anticipated. We remember the theory that estrogen would, would help against Alzheimer's disease, but it showed that that was not the case. In contrast, people who were on estrogen replacement actually had a higher risk for Alzheimer's disease. So these, these issues are complicated. But, but I, I think the main, main, main conclusion is that it's common in all, in both genders and in all, all areas of the world and in all ethnicities. Okay, and I'm so glad we're doing this topic. Um, by the amount of engagement and questions we're getting, you can tell this is an underreported topic that needs a lot more attention, um, both for, for people out there who have Lewy body and also on the research side. Um, we have um, a gentleman who just wrote in saying that he cannot tolerate Cinemet, Alexon, or uh, Nemenda. Are there any drugs to address the stiffness and gait? issues? Uh, well, unfortunately, again, there are very few studies on this and no systematic and the only evidence and, uh, and research that exists is for cinemat and similar drugs. So actually, we, we, we don't, uh, we don't uh, have other good options um, to um, uh, that we know. So it, I think it's more like um, for the neurologist than to try out the various options that exist. The good thing in Parkinson's treatment is that there are a lot of different medications available. So it is possible to, 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 to try just to see whether one agent would be better tolerated. Uh, but again, there is this risk for side effects that we discussed earlier on. These patients are more sensitive and, and um, there, there is a very a fine balance between doing well and doing harm. So um, should we always be a little bit, also be a little bit carefully in 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 testing it. Um, this the same viewer wrote in saying that you know he has Lewy body dementia. Um, what are, what is the likeliness that his sons will indeed um, uh, get Lewy body as well? Uh, well, that's a, a good question, and um, there's no good answer. Other than that, there is an increased risk uh, if there's a family affected by by the disease. We don't know exactly uh, the uh, the size of this increase, but uh, as I said, we know that approximately 60% of the risk for getting the disease seems to be genetic. But um, uh, there are a number of different genes involved, and it seems that we have a, a long list of different genes which all have a very, very small impact. So um, that makes it a little bit more complicated. But th I think that's the only, only answer we can give to that question. Okay, and um, we have a question coming in. We just recently did a talk with um, a researcher actually from uh, King's College on the use of um, CBD. I think he's a colleague of yours, right? Yes. Uh, use, of, use of cannabis um, to uh, treat um, symptoms of uh, behavioral symptoms of Alzheimer's disease. Are there any studies um, on for Lewy bodies and, and medical cannabis, um, specifically the use of CBD or THC, um, in order to treat some of these symptoms? Are you aware of any of that research? Uh, 
Thank you for the question. So we, we as you understand, we are particularly interested in, in this, this area. There are no studies in dimensional degree bodies yet. Uh, we are currently studying um, very similar disease, mainly hallucinations in Parkinson's disease, which again has a lot of similarities to degree body disease, and we'll, we'll um, uh, explore whether uh, cannabis uh, can improve those symptoms. And if that is the case, I, 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 we will rapidly move over to the Lewy body disease uh, area to see. So it is, it is absolutely plausible that that these uh, agents can have a positive effect also in this group. Okay, that's good to hear. The research is moving forward. Um, another question coming in uh, from a woman who says, I'm a caregiver uh, for an 85-year-old Lewy body patient who I think is in stage seven. She doesn't communicate. She's slow in walking and needs to be fed. At this stage, do they tend to sleep more? Um, is this a sign of decline? I've been caring for her for the past two and a half years and noticed her limitations. Uh, well, uh I'm sorry to hear this, but this seems to be the end-stage disease, as we call it. So in, increased sleepiness during the day is one of the peculiar symptoms in Lewy body disease. So it can actually uh, occur also early on in the disease. So people can sleep uh, for many hours despite having a good nighttime sleep. So it is not necessarily um, a symptom of late-stage disease, but rather a, a common symptom which is uh, uh, quite densely connected to the Lewy body uh, disease pathology. So um, lots of really, really interesting um, um, points coming in. Um, another comment is, uh, and question is, are, is uh, what are the early markers or symptoms that we should be paying attention to and how early in the disease process can they present? I ask this because in the case of my father, he began dramatically acting out his dreams 20 plus years prior to his diagnosis. At diagnosis, we were told that this was the first indicators that he had Lewy bodies. And if that's the case, should we be treating it at that stage, at, at such an early stage? Well, so I fully agree with that observation. So, and, and this, this, um, acting out sleep, REM sleep behavior disorder, as, as it is called, is one of the well, best well-known prodromal symptoms of Lewy body disease and also for Parkinson's disease. So people who have this uh, syndrome, this nighttime symptom, can have it for 10, 20 years, as we heard here, and then develop Parkinson's or Lewy body disease. Um, it would be great if we had um, treatments that could um, uh, reduce the risk or, 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 or um, prevent the disease. Uh, if so, that would be exactly the group where we would try these medications. We don't have them yet, but uh, that's what we are uh, after. So we, we are after medication which can uh, prevent the onset of the more severe disease. So in addition to this sleep problem, other, other early symptoms would be, uh, for example, mild movement problems uh, or, or, or uh, loss of, of the sense of smell is fairly typical. 
What does it mean exactly? I mean, for those of us who aren't well-versed with Louis bodies, what does it mean to act out your dreams? What does that symptom look like um, when, as, as this viewer described, um, what specifically happens? Well, yes, that is a, it's a fascinating symptom. So uh, usually when we, when we dream, uh, we have a paralysis in the body. So the, the body cannot move. That's, that is an uncoupling mechanism in the brain. This, this mechanism is um, uh, disturbed in, in some people. So they then um, act out what they, what they experience in, in, in the dream. So that means that the partner will then notice that um, the patient, so this, is not, this is not necessarily a patient, this is a fairly common syndrome. So people have it without being, being ill, it just happens during the night, but they, they then talk or scream or they move, they kick their arms or, or hit their, their, their legs or even sometimes can fall out of the bed or they can sometimes harm their, their bed partner. So that is what happens. So the patient themselves don't notice this, but it is a partner who notices it. So, um, Doug, I'm interested in newer treatments. I mean, I've been reading about using ultrasound to treat Parkinson's. It's still in an earlier stage of development. Um, is there anything out there that's, that's showing promise um, to treating Lewy bodies or maybe looking into some of those um, areas for Parkinson's that are, 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 you know, looking for being tested right now? Are there any areas that we should be keeping an eye on that, that per perhaps uh, look promising for the future? Uh, well, as I mentioned, there is some increased activity from, from um, the pharmaceutical companies that they, want, they have uh, medications that they want to test in uh, Lewy body disease, which, which is great. Uh, there are currently no, no clear candidates which are particularly promising, but the, the, let's say the, the good good uh, um, result of Lewy body disease having aspects of both Parkinson and Alzheimer's is that any, any therapy which shows promise in Parkinson's or Alzheimer's also has a potential to be helpful for Lewy body disease. So we are constantly scanning the, um, the activities in Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease to see whether there are um, any promising medications there that we can can take into Lewy body disease. So as we can tell from this talk, um, a lot more research is needed. Um, a lot of people out there who have experience, um, their viewpoints, I think, are important to enter into the conversation of how um, uh, observations of people living with this disease or um, from family members or caregivers around them. Um, we thank you so much for the research you're doing. There's obviously a lot more that needs to go into um, studying Lewy body uh, dementia. And, um, you know, we wish you all the best luck with your research. You. Um, is there a place people can go to keep up with your research? Um, or I should, I should ask you in a different way, what are you currently researching right now um, um, in regard to Lewy body? Well, we have a long list of, uh, of areas where we, we research. We are planning psychosocial strategy um, research to, to find out how can we help patients. I think that's really important. I think uh, the prospect of a cure is 
a bit in the future, but there are a lot of patients and we need to find out how best to help them. And in addition, we are also exploring uh, biomarkers. How can we identify patients who have the disease? Can we look into blood or maybe EEG or cerebrospinal fluid to identify patients with Lewy body disease? Uh, so these are important areas. So we, we have our website on the King's College London um, platform, but also want to draw attention to the Lewy Body Disease Association, where a lot of our, our research and other important research that is ongoing is, is highlighted and mentioned. Okay, um, Doug Oslin, thank you so much for your time um, and for your expertise. Um, we really appreciate um, being able to connect with the experts who are at the forefront of research. It's helpful to our uh, community and we hope in turn it will help your research as well, making you more aware um, of that first person perspective of um, people living with Lewy bodies. So thank you for your time. Um, we'll keep up with you on the King's College website um, with your research and please, if you have um, any more information um, through your research, or discoveries, um, call us and we will blast it out right away. Um, but thank you for your attention to this disease. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you, Deborah. It was a pleasure.